What I must never forget, and why it's tattooed on my forearm. Last Saturday night, I was watching the bartender shake and subsequently pour my salt on the rim margarita when I overheard another mid-twenties Dwayne Johnson-looking bartender talking tattoo philosophy. See, this first sleeve on the right? I don't even like really, but I just wanted a tattoo then, he explained before gesturing to his left forearm. But this one here, see all the individual designs? Is exactly what I wanted. This one's meaningful. While the bartender and I shared a similar aim, meaning... My journey to permanent dermis layer modification included no dreams of stylistic expression. I never wanted a tattoo. Yet, his commentary made me glance in search of my own tattoo, which revealed itself from behind my cuffed button down as I reached with my left hand to accept my margarita. There it was, two words that represent what I must never forget and serve as a talisman for what's next. When I was 14, my family vacationed in Destin, Florida with my friends from Little League Baseball. Positioned at the end of July and early August, it was one of those golf trips where afternoons last longer than night and day combined. One where you catch crabs for dinner, one where your sheets get sticky with aloe, and one where you witness tattoo fever. With us on the trip was a teammate's cousin, whose 16th birthday landed on the last day of the trip. There was no talk of driving, no talk of free open road exploration, no. He spoke of one aspiration alone, getting a tattoo. For him, to be without ink couldn't last a second longer than the second he turned 16, Florida's legal age for the needled gun. As I witnessed this process, including choice in design, anticipatory worries about pain, and subsequent post-tattoo healing specifications, I thought, hmm, you know, I'm good with my factory default settings. Uh, no thank you. Too much commitment, too much deliberation, too much room for regret. Then, freshman year of college, I witnessed a good friend get a different tattoo in Oklahoma, the last state to legalize tattoos in 2006. Two years before, his mom had passed from breast cancer, and to honor her life and impact, he striped a childhood hymn she'd sing to him down his spine. I always thought the same was meaningful, almost additive to life. It was relationship and story. Still, the next 15 years left without a single tattoo impulse until the end of residency one year ago when life became difficult in vision without THE tattoo. During 2020, I subscribed to Ryan Holiday's daily Stoic newsletter. The format is succinct, deliberate, and actionable, arriving promptly near 6 a.m. Pacific time each weekday and aimed at installation of the Stoic mission. Take responsibility. These emails were gospel that I never missed. In a time of mass uncertainty, the refocusing of my attention into what I did control was positively rooting. Each morning, after stretching and stepping outside for the sun's rise, I'd reviewed the Daily Stoic. By the spring of 2022, I noticed Stoic mantras, lessons, virtues, were on my shoulder, offering counsel and informing decision-making. I began asking myself how Epictetus would think about my looming medicine decision. What was my right way to proceed? I was graduating from residency, something I never wanted but needed, and had designs on a more meaningful life for me. When I considered what I hoped to feel daily, a process that was illuminated by my work with a life coach, one phrase propelled what I sought and had not owned for eight years. That phrase was, burning aliveness. For the last eight years, all I wanted was to feel alive again. From day one of medical school, a veil hung between me and that. I dared to join the dance again, to feel a part of something bigger than myself by being myself again. But how? 
Around graduation, I decided to get a tattoo. Why? I had to, like a branding of sorts. <laughs> it was a rite of passage demarcation. I wanted a visual symbol of my eight-year journey and its teachings. I wanted a reminder, because knowing myself, experience has not deterred my tendency to seek acceptance and security. In my life, I will need every reminder under the sun to wake up. So why not stick one where I can see it every day? Problem was, I knew not the message, nor the symbol, that could deliver that feeling. But, on June 16th, 2022, I opened a daily stoic email at dawn. Holiday's closing paragraph hit that feeling. Here it reads. Every day, it is true. This could be your last day on this planet. As wonderful as it would be if there was no such thing as death, we have to use death as a tool. We have to use it as a spur to move us forward. We have to let it stop us from looking forward to summer. And we have to be made better for the fact that we don't know how much time we have. We never do, and we never will. This moment is a gift. Show up for it. Enjoy it. Don't cast it aside for door number two, because eventually behind that door will be death. Don't choose death. Choose life. Be here now. There it was, the phrase I was looking for. Two words. Choose life. Three weeks after graduation, I got it etched adjacent to my left watch band. When I went to medical school, it's not that I'd chosen death. I'd just chosen nothing. I thought I could ride the fence and have it all. Acceptance, accomplishment, and happiness. Only, I felt to understand that the absence of choice is still choice, because the clock ain't stopping. At the end of residency, I knew it was true, and hoped to never forget it. Hence, why I have two words inscribed on my left forearm. Choose life. If there was one idea worth never forgetting, that was the one. But more important than the cannots are the what I want. I want a life of burning aliveness. I want to love what I do every day. I want to be happy. I want to love my family and friends. And for that to happen, all I have to do is look down, remember, and choose.